Welcome back to the Anatomy of Nursing School. We are sitting here with the Student Nursing Association's president, Joshua Carpenter, and we're gonna be talking about how to effectively effectively plan me time with academic aspects. Welcome Joshua Carpenter. Um, so tell me about your involvement on campus and your academic workload. Okay. So involvement on campus, uh, I really wasn't that involved before I got into nursing school, but after I got into nursing school, uh, from day one, uh, or it was like the first week, uh, they came in, the SNA, like executive board came in and they chose, you know, class reps or whatever, and our class had to vote on them. And I was one of the two people that got voted in. So that's kind of how I got inducted into like SNA on the executive board. Um, and then from there, second semester, I became the SNA president. We had elections and I ran for president and, you know, got the president spot. And I've been that for an now in fifth semester. So it's been a year that I've been the president of SNA. And then also I'm involved with the UAB Nursing Honors Program, which is where we kind of do a lot of research-based uh, things. And it's an extra class, uh, but it counts as your elective in nursing school. So, you know, that's that's – Pretty much the big two thing or the two big things that I'm involved in right now, uh, outside of you know just nursing school in general. Um, and as far as workload goes, I think that was brought up. Uh, the academic workload uh, throughout nursing school is pretty challenging. Um, not gonna lie, it's pretty intense. The semester I'm in now, being in the end, it's really not that much of a problem. You know, the fifth semester is kind of like your easier semester. Um, but reflecting on my past, like previous four semesters in nursing school, it's you have to find time to do something, you know, to hang out by your, with your friends or like to, you know, whatever your time is, you have to find that because the academic workload is, like I said, intense. There's weeks that you have two or three tests and you assignments and clinicals. And you feel like that your whole world is going to just like, you know, collapse. Cause you're like, I don't have time. I don't get enough sleep. Um, but even in those weeks, you're going to have to find something, find some way to like, be at peace and like whether it could be on going walks or whatever so yeah if that answers your question about workload i know that's kind of like a roundabout uh way to put it but it's definitely intense not to scare anyone it's just like you definitely have to be determined to to be successful um no i definitely do appreciate your your response i definitely as a pre-nursing student i think that's very important to know um obviously nursing school is not a breeze but you said that it's important to take those days those me times out to better prepare you. So I think that's interesting and that's very important. Um, since you're involved um, on campus, what can you say to involve students on campus about techniques for finding a balance between extracurriculars and academics? Well, here's my like uh, number one rule about that. Extracurriculars should never affect your academics. That's like my number one thing is like no matter how like much fun you have in the extracurriculars or how much you enjoy being a part of them. Even if they look really good on a resume, the academics is the most, as far as like school goes and getting the job you want, academics is the most important thing you can do. Um, so my number one rule is extracurriculars never affect my academics. With that being said, um, you know, I recommend finding one or two things that you want to be involved in on campus, like one or two groups, and that kind of be in your max. Because you don't want to, even on the days that you're off, let's say you have two like off days a week that you don't have class or clinical. 
you don't want both of those days to be filled with something else. Like you need time for yourself to relax, you know, catch up on the Netflix show you've been watching or play video games or go on walks, run, whatever you like to do, hang out with your friends. Um, so like I said, extracurriculars, I recommend one or two. It's a great way to be involved. I mean, that two organizations is a great thing to be involved with, but it also isn't going to overwhelm you. Um, especially, uh, you know, if you're one of those people that likes to get really, really involved in what you're doing, whether that be like running for like a membership, like a executive member or something, or, you know, a position like that, those are always going to be more taxing on your time. Th- those type of positions really take a lot out of you. You have to do a lot of planning. And so that's why I recommend, you know, one or two that you're passionate about, that you really enjoy being with, one that your friends are a part of maybe, you know, something like that. Because like I said, academics should be number one priority. Thank you. Yeah, Joshua, I couldn't agree more. I'm in my second semester of nursing school right now, and sometimes I'll get caught up in studying, and I'll look down at my clock, and I'll be like, man, I have been studying for hours now. I'm like, I need to go like take a walk and go watch a Netflix show or have some time to myself. Because I think if you, it's easy to get bogged down in just studying 24-7, and you, you really need to take that time from yourself, like, like you were saying. So yeah, sure. with that being said, since we're all in college students, no matter like what your major is, we all understand that college is stressful. So what are a few ways that you personally deal with stress and cope with it? Um, for me, I really, I know this is going to sound kind of cliche, but I like to go to the gym. Um, I feel like a lot of people, that's a way that people, you know, it's just a good way to get away from school and just kind of get your mind off. And it's proven to like, if you go to the gym, it just releases all types of stress. Like, and even if you can't go to the gym, one thing I do every single day is I go to railroad park. Even like today when it was cold and rainy outside, I walk at railroad park for like 45 minutes. And it's just a great way for me to kind of, I'm not like working hard. I'm just walking, like listening to music or whatever, uh, talking to my family. It's just a great way for me to like, de-stress and kind of step away from school and kind of just put that behind me and just, you know, relax and enjoy the day and like kind of clear my head. And sometimes it even motivates me a little bit more to keep going hard and like keep studying hard because I'm able to, you know, get, get that, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of just like me relaxing, not, you know, you know, exercising. It's just, that's kind of how I personally cope with it. Um, sometimes I, you know, I do watch Netflix. I'm not, that's not as, you know, as big for me as, you know, some people, that's what they love to do. Um, so I, I do do it sometimes. I'll, I'll watch Netflix, but other times I may play video, video games with some of my roommates or anything like that just something to get away. I, before I, cause I've kind of been in a, a weird dynamic of for half my nursing school was like pre COVID and the other half was like during COVID. Um, so it's kind of changed for me as, you know, as it's gone, you know, taking on stress and different ways that I cope with it. I uh, used to, you know, pre COVID, a really good thing for me was I would plan a day that I could go and play football with some of my friends, like, you know, toss football around at railroad park or, go out to eat or just something that we found enjoyable that we could all do together. That was like a really good thing too. And I really recommend that whenever you can kind of get back to that, that's a great way. Cause it's something, it gives you something to look forward to. And that's, that really helped me for sure. Yeah, I can definitely agree on the gym releasing stress thing. I think that, um, you know, before COVID it was a lot easier to just, you know, if you had a few minutes of time, go to the gym, work out, do whatever you need. And post COVID, it's like, okay, I need to 
plan a day. I need to think this through because I have a lot of stuff to do. It's, and a lot of people are losing motivation, you know, due to COVID. It's just, COVID, it's just bogged down everyone, it feels like. Um, but hopefully, knock on wood, it's, it's coming to an end soon. <clears throat> Excuse me, with um, all the vaccines. Okay, so COVID, we're all dealing with it in different ways, um, you know, that are personal to all of us. Um, and so I think we can all say that we enjoy taking a little bit of time for self-care, you know, whenever we can put it into our schedules, um, you know, stepping away from our computers um, to focus on something other than our extra extracurricular tasks or academic work. Um, and so you sort of already answered this, but what are some of um, self-care actions or hobbies um, that you use to stress less? Um, one thing that I would definitely recommend and that I think everybody should hear is even it doesn't matter how like stressed you are or how bad of a day you're having, you should every single day, even if you have like a test the next day, take some time out to enjoy yourself, you know, whether that, you know, what, find what you enjoy doing. It's not so much as like what everybody else enjoys. It's just like kind of find something that you enjoy, even if it's cooking, like just get out of your room, like step away from your computer and go like relax for a minute. Like you deserve that. Even if you have a test the next day, I know it's pretty like hard to believe that, but even when I had tests the next day, like I would study hard. I'd probably be freaking out and, you know, thinking that my whole career was going to be over because that's what everybody tends to do in nursing school. But I would still, you know, take at least 30 minutes to an hour, like on my lunch break, I would I would always have a lunch break. I'd eat, relax, watch TV for a minute, and just kind of step away from all the stress that I had. Even though in the back of my mind, it's still there a little bit because I know I have a test tomorrow. Like it, it, it kind of allows me to realize that you know life is bigger than the test. I always have to do that. To I always have to like make that statement known to myself because sometimes you get so wound up in a test you're like oh my gosh it's my career like if i if i don't do well in this test like i'm not going to pass a class i'm not going to be a nurse i'm not going to be successful in life and like sometimes um it's good just to think about that like that test doesn't mean everything to you and that's kind of like one of the big things that i do uh, before every test and that kind of really helps me go into each test and do better than i expected because of that reason I really agree with what you were saying about taking a minute to take a walk. I've found that sometimes I'll study for like long hours and it'll be kind of like counterintuitive because I'll forget things. But if you like take a second to go take a walk or go exercise, you kind of have to leave that time for the information to kind of resonate in your mind. And like you can think it over. I know I've read a bunch of articles about studying in small chunks and you can like set a timer for yourself like hey I'm going to study for an hour and then I'm going to take like a 15 minute break and I know that really helps me too to just um give it give it just a minute to like let the information set in your mind yeah Carly I've heard the exact same thing I think I've read an article or two or I've heard it multiple times just to study in increments um from multiple professors also um that are nursing class specific like my um you know hard science professors have said the exact same thing i really like when you said um life is bigger than a test joshua i think that's very important for us as pre-nursing and nursing students to understand um and to remember that i think that we focus on studying more than taking that time out to for ourselves basically and studying is very important. I'm not invalidating that. I'm just saying it is very important to go and take a break. Let that information resonate, like Carly said. Since you're in nursing school, what can you say to current and future nursing students about the importance of effectively planning and how that organization can affect stress levels? 
Oh yeah, for sure. I, I have like a pretty good spill about this just because like, this is something that I find a little bit, not, I'm not passionate about it, but it's something that I see a little bit differently than everybody else. So I would say that staying organized and having effective planning can absolutely like minimize stress. I mean, obviously uh, being organized and planning, that's big. Uh, you're going to have to do it. But my biggest thing is that planning and organization looks different for everyone. Like everyone always talks about, oh, I need to have this like really nice calendar and it's going to be color coded and it's going to be highlighted when I do something and it's going to have a star beside it if it's this and it's going to be a dot. Like, that's wonderful. If that's your style, go for it. But what I think people need to hear is that it's everybody's style is different. Like, you don't have to do something just because everybody else does it in the sense of like, I don't, that's not my, you know, I've always said that's not my style. Like, I don't do the. I don't even use a planner, which sounds crazy. You probably think I'm insane for that. But what I do is I make checklists every single week. I go through all of my emails. I go through all of my uh, classes. And like, yeah, it may be a little bit extra work. I go through all my classes and I look at the due dates. I write all the classes down and I and then under that, I put like other and I write all the like meetings I have to attend. And throughout the week, I check it off. And that's just what works for me because I, I'm a checklist person. It makes me feel better to know that I've done something that day. Uh, it, you know, just something, even if it's a small test, it gives you that sense of like satisfaction that you've actually done something today. And that's just like how I, how I've done it my entire time in nursing school. And, the, and it's weird because like everybody that talks to you about nursing school, they're going to say, Oh, you got to get a planner. You got to do this. You got to go hard. You have to, the first week you're going to do nothing but write in your planner all, all, all day, every day and get everything set up for months to come. Me personally, like that's great. Like it's good advice. Like you do have to get organized, but I would just say, you, just because somebody tells you a way to do it and the way that they do it doesn't mean that's the way you have to do it. You have to find what works for you. Um, because I actually tried the planner when I first got into nursing school. I, I wrote everything out and then I ended up putting it in my closet because I never looked at it because it just didn't help me. It just didn't work for me. If you're somebody that just likes to remember stuff as it happens and never write anything down, go for it. If that's if it works for you and you don't miss assignments and you make your meetings, that's fine. You don't have to like do what everybody else um, seems is you know, correct. There's no correct way to be planning and organized. Um, but on the other side of that, it isn't, I will, you know, just reiterate that it is important to be somewhat organized and I have some sort of planning because you don't want to like miss assignments because some assignments in nursing school, like they're, they seem small, but they can really affect your grade if you don't do them. Like you don't realize how bad they can affect you until you don't do one. I think one thing that's super important to me in one thing that I've learned this semester, especially because with all my like anatomy classes and chem classes, um, I am a planner girl, but just the simple fact of crossing something off is like amazing to see, visibly see that, that progress. Like I'm doing, you know, I'm doing more than what I did yesterday. It's, that's what's in my mind. So just simply crossing something off and seeing, okay, you know, there's a lot more to do. But for today, I've, I've gotten this out of the way. I like what you said about how everybody has different styles that they organize. I, I didn't really realize that until I started talking to some of my friends in nursing school. Some of my friends strictly rely on the Canvas dashboard where it like, lists out what's due today. And I could never do that, honestly. And then I know other people who um, will take the syllabus and it lists out the assignments and they'll put them all into Excel, color code them, and you can like do this thing where you sort by date and they hang them up on their wall and they mark them off as they do them. And that's been really helpful for some of my friends. 
me personally, like what, what I like to do, and it kind of goes along with what you were saying about feeling like you have gotten something done today. I write out all my assignments that are due in my planner, but at the end of each day, I write out like goals that I want to get done today. And I'll be like, I want to study for this test. I want to do this. And at the end of the day, I mark out like, man, I reached all these goals today, or I didn't reach all my goals today. How can I better this tomorrow? I think planning stuff out too and writing it down, however you do it, um, it's important to do that. And copying and stuff from Canvas is important and cool. But for me, um, like, the, you know, the Canvas calendar, that didn't really help me because when a quiz was due for a certain class, I had to study for it. Or, you know, I need to take notes on a certain chapter. And not every Canvas um, calendar, not every, the teacher's not going to tell you when to study. So, you know, it's even more important for me to, you know, write down on my calendar, okay, study for this, and then take the quiz on this day or take the quiz on that day, you know? So I know a lot of nursing students didn't start out as nursing majors, myself included. What would you tell someone who is undecided about nursing because they aren't sure if they can handle the workload or the stress that comes with nursing school? So, you know, if, if we're just talking about, like, you know, someone that's unsure about the, just the workload and stress, like that's their kind of deciding factor. You know, I would say that if you're in college already and if you're going into nursing, which most pre-nursing, I mean, even if you're not pre-nursing, you're already in college. So whatever pathway you t- take is going to be like stressful. Like the more, the farther you go into school, regardless of what pathway, there's going to be a pretty heavy workload. There's going to be stress. I mean, there's always stress. I mean, we're 21, 22, however old people are 18. There's going to be stress because you're not used to having to do all this yourself. You're not used to workload like this. And like, yes, the nursing school traditionally is one of the hardest majors for a four-year degree simply because you're taking harder classes earlier. Like you're not getting your master's and that's when it gets hard or anything like that. Like you're specializing after, like you're 20 years old and you're starting a very hard pathway. With that being said, it's something that people can um, handle. So something that I tell a lot of people, I, I usually speak at the incoming cohort, uh, when they come in, I usually speak of their orientation. And one of the things I always stress is 140 people usually get in somewhere around there. When people graduate, there is near that amount of people that graduate. Uh, there's usually over 100. I always tell myself, if 100 other people can do it, I can do it. And that's just kind of like my motto is like, if 100 other people can do this, then and then you think of all the people that have done it before that that's every cohort like 100 people so like there's four cohorts at a time in nursing school that's 400 people if 400 other people can do it i can do it and that's just what people need to like have the um you know they can think about it's like there's always people that are going to be like smarter than you in nursing school and there's always going to be people that are struggling like more than you in nursing school and that's just part of it and but everybody handles the workload in their own way and the stress in their own way and they can work to be successful I would highly advise people to go into nursing because while the workload is stressful and things like that, the reason it is so stressful is because when you get out for one, you're going to have a wonderful degree, but two, like you're taking care of people's lives. And I don't think people understand that earlier on in nursing school. Cause I really didn't either, but then you get, you know, farther on. And like right now I'm in precept. Like I, I work with patients all, you know, all the time and you, you realize why they're so hard on you and why it's so stressful is because like, yeah, like accounting's, I'm just using accounting, for example, just this time, just because I have a close friend that's in it and we talk about it a lot. Um, when you get out, like you have a very important job it's a, and it's a good job. But if you make a, a mistake, it's not somebody's life that could be ended by that mistake. 
So what I would say is, yes, it's going to be stressful, but it's stressful because you have to know what you're doing. Even if you're like scared or like timid about dealing with nursing school, it's worth it. And you can definitely do it. Just worry. Like, you have to find your why before you like come to nursing school. You have to say, why do I want to be a nurse? Because then the stress, the workload is not going to matter to you as much because you're going to say, I want to, I want to do this. Yeah, I feel like that is great advice for pre-nursing students. You know, just like you're in college, make sure that your passion is nursing. You know, I liked what you said. You said regardless of what pathway you choose, there's going to be stress. So, you know, make that decision based on your unique interests and your internal passion, because that's what's going to, you know, push you and give you that motivation when the workload is a lot. And I do want to add one thing, and it's not uncommon to feel unsure about yourself during nursing school. It's not like you have to 100% always think, oh, I'm going to like be a nurse. I'm going to save lives. Like that doesn't mean that just because you have doubts doesn't mean that you're not, you know, sure you want to be a nurse. It's, sometimes you're going to have doubts. That's just how it is. I mean, nursing school will make you do that. And even pre-nursing, I had those same doubts. I was like, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? And then I sat down and I really thought about it. What like what do I want to do in my life? Because you have like, everybody like has a purpose and you feel like, you know, what is mine? And I realized I wanted to help people. And I felt like nursing was the best way for me to do that because there's so many pathways that you can take just in nursing and so many places you can go and things like that. And that's just kind of like what helped me decide that that's what I want to do. I think finding your why is like extremely important. Um, I don't think a lot of students know why they want to, be a nurse, um, especially pre-nursing students. It's important to do that because you come, you become more passionate, and you'll just fall in love. So, I think that's that's super important. So, in speaking of our pre-nursing peers, um, what advice would you give to someone who um, you know may not have gotten into nursing school the first time and is feeling discouraged? I have two really close friends to me that. Uh, well, neither one of them got in on their first attempt. One of them is actually in second semester right now. And so she didn't get on her first attempt. She got in the second time and then she did well. Um, with that being said, nursing school, and if we're talking about UAB, people have to remember UAB is a very competitive school. You know, it's one of the best ones in the state, or it is probably the best one in the state. It's one of the best ones just in the country in general. It's very hard to get in. It's very competitive. What you have to remember is not everybody can get in. They have over 500 applicants every time that they, you know, open up the uh, applications. They have 500 people that apply. And like I said, 130, 140 get in every time. So not everybody can get in. Does that mean that none of those, like all 500 of those are probably, you know, they deserve to be in. It's just, it's competitive. So with all that being said, even if you're feeling discouraged, I would not let that change your why. Because... I know we keep going back to that, but I wouldn't let it change your why because if you want to get in nursing school so bad and that's just like your passion, there's other you can apply to UAB again two and three times if you want to, if, if that's what you want to do, and you make it in. And here's what people always try to remember is, is that when we all sit down at the end, we're going to take the same test. It doesn't matter what school we go to. We're all going to take the NCLEX. And if we pass, we're all going to have the same certification. I guess my advice is that don't get down on yourself. 
for one, like, cause you're still a great student. You're still, you can still be very successful. And that's the one thing to really remember is that you can still be successful. Like it's kind of another like, kind of cliche thing to say is like, it's not really, you know, bad things are going to happen. you. Like there's going to be storms in your life, but it's kind of how you battle against that. Like you can choose to, like, if you didn't get in the first time, you can choose to feel sorry for yourself and not, you know, not try again or not try harder, or you can go the other route and you can really like feel like, okay, what can I do to improve myself? And what can I do to be better? And the people that I know that have done that have, you know, done things to help the resume. They have like retaking classes that they may have gotten like a, a C in and got a B in it to make their GPA better and more competitive. There's ways to continue going. You know, if you're feeling discouraged, just remember that if the passion's still there, you can definitely be successful. It's just don't give up. I liked what you said about how to stay positive after you get negative news, you know, just to keep going and keep progressing, you know, find ways that you can better your resume, that you can, you know, boost your GPA just to like stay positive and not get too bogged down once you get that negative news, just to know, just to all those, you know, pre-nursing students out there that, you know, might've applied and got rejected. Um, Just know that, you know, your passion is still there, you know, just keep, keep that positive mindset. Uh, actually, I know someone, a close friend of mine that applied to, uh, three different times and never got into UAB. And then she ended up having to go a different route. And now she is a RN that works at UAB and has, like, she got her ADN and then went, went back to school at UAB afterwards and got her R, like, uh, RN to BSN pathway. It's like a, ADN pathway that UAB allows you to come back and get your like bachelor's and now she's a nurse at UAB and she's doing fantastic so just remember that it's more about the end goal than like how you start yeah that's awesome advice and that's a great story just for people who you know have gotten that negative news just to know that you know others are doing this you know others are making it even though they didn't you know get the result that they wanted in the beginning as you said it's it's about that end result but thank you Joshua for coming today and uh, having this conversation with us. Uh, We really appreciate it. And I hope that, you know, others who listen um, get the great advice. All right. No problem. Thank you guys. All right. Y'all have a good day. You too. Thanks. Thank you. So for our discussion time, um, I did write down a few points that I thought were great advice, Um, especially when he was talking about extracurriculars. I've actually been thinking about this recently. Um, thinking about, you know, which of my extracurriculars do I want to continue to be in once I get in nursing school? And he said, you know, one to two groups max. And that's what I, that's literally what I was thinking uh, earlier on in the week. And I think that's um, great advice. And I think that's, um, you know, something to keep in mind for those students who want to be super involved, but also want to be super successful, successful in nursing school, just to keep it to one to two um, max. Yeah, I definitely agree. I was really involved in my pre-nursing classes and I had to drop some stuff off, honestly. Um, now, now I'm still involved in like more than one to two and like I completely can manage it, but it is stressful. I will say um, you have to really be dedicated to planning your time out if you are going to be involved in a lot of them, but I definitely agree with you saying you're going to have to cut some of them out just because 
I, I constantly have to remind myself, like, why am I at UAB? I'm here to learn. I'm here to be a nurse. And like, it's awesome to have extracurriculars. They definitely help me, like, de-stress. But I try to keep my main focus on I'm here to learn. I'm a student. I do like that you said maybe even join groups that have um, that your friends are in. It's important to socialize and get out and talk to other people um, when we are trying to stress less. So I do like when you said that. Um, I also wrote down a bunch of just like positive quotes. I'm like a quotes person. Um, and he said, you know, keep moving, keep progressing. Um, you know, how you react to negative news, you know, has an effect on your future. Um, and so to s- just stay positive. One thing that I really liked that he said was there's always going to be somebody smarter than you, always going to be somebody that works just a little harder than you. And it hurts, like, realizing that, but, like, it's true. So, like, don't stress yourself out thinking, I got to be the best. I have to make, like, 100 on this test. I have to, like, be competitive and all this. Like, just work hard, stick to yourself, and keep that in mind. Because I think you'll stress yourself out always trying to, like, overwork yourself and overdo it. Also, like, when you said life is um, bigger than the test, failing the test or acing the test does not define who you are, basically, is what I got out of that. Um, that's like more than important to know. I think as college students and students who like to excel and want to excel, it's very easy for us to, you know, be stuck on getting a bad grade or worrying about things. And that's why it's important to stress less, but letting, allowing that test to make you, that's not going to allow you to progress. Thanks so much for listening. This is the Anatomy of Nursing School. Our next episode will feature a discussion on coping with clinical and test anxiety. Stay tuned.